This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. Seize Your Adventure is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. You're listening to the articles from Seize Your Adventure. I need to make a confession. Until yesterday, I do not think I really understood the word adventure. It's quite embarrassing, really. I call myself an adventure advocate. I produce a podcast called Seize Your Adventure. I ask all my guests what adventure means to them. And yet... When people ask me what adventure is, and more importantly, how to have one, I could not quite get the explanation right. You see, the word adventure is like the word love. It is a poor signifier of a feeling that is difficult to explain. I have heard it described by multiple people in similar but differing ways. Adventure is a mindset. It makes you feel all the emotions. It feeds your soul. It's uncomfortable, but worth it. None of these descriptions are wrong. If you know adventure, you know exactly what they mean. But how do you describe adventure to those who do not have it? How do you advocate for something so intangible? The first time I remember feeling adventure, I was seven years old. My family went on the first of many holidays to Snowdonia. We drove across the country from our home in the south of England. My mum and dad would share the long drive and my older sister and me would sit in the back seat with our rescue dog between us. The day of travelling was filled with cassette tapes and car games, and the landscapes outside the car windows became increasingly unknown. It was a holiday in the UK, my own country, and yet we crossed over a border that brought a new language into my life for the first time. I remember us giggling at the Welsh word araf, teasing the dog with the bark-like word for slow, We walked into slate mines and rode trains along the coast. The day we walked up Snowdon, we stepped into the clouds, and I never reached the top because I was too scared of the wind and rain. It was the epitome of a family adventure holiday. Since then, I have felt adventure many times. When I've stood on glaciers in sunshine. When I've navigated Spanish streets by moonlight when I've pushed my body to keep walking from one village to the next. And yesterday, I felt adventure again. It might not have looked like much from the outside. It was a simple walk through the parks and commons near my house. There was no terrifying weather. I was not walking across a foreign country. I even made it home in time for dinner. 
So what made it adventurous? It was the fact that I put myself into a situation that invited the unexpected. I didn't plan my path, but instead I took tangents where I felt like it. I stopped to watch a robin that was standing on the top of a post and trilling his song. I was surprised by the spider that had taken a seat on my water bottle. I giggled at the metal charcoal burner that had the name Norman embossed on the side and I wondered if all charcoal burners have names. And best of all, I found myself far enough away from the bank holiday crowds that I surprised a deer on my path and had a frozen moment of mutual acknowledgement before she bounded off into the bushes. As I enjoyed this feeling of adventure just miles from my own home, I thought about how to capture the feeling and explain to others how they can find adventure themselves. And the easiest suggestion I have is to take yourself away from human-made comfort and out into uncontrollable nature. When you do that, you put yourself in situations where the unexpected will occur. You open yourself up to adventure. And, like love, you'll know adventure when you find it. everyone, I am Frankie York and I'm joined here by Fran Tarowskis and you have just listened to Advocating for Adventure in the Everyday by our very own Fran. So I'm going to ask her some questions on it. So Fran, as we just discovered, you published this in 2019 ahead of the stay at home curve, if you will. What, obviously you went on this walk and that inspired you to, to see adventure in the everyday what made you want to come home and share that experience with everyone? It was just a really nice walk. Uh, <laughs> no, this this one very much came out of doing the podcast because obviously, as we know, everybody that comes onto the podcast, I do ask them, what does adventure mean to you? And it was something which I'd ask people and as I said in the article, everybody says very similar things that all resonate if you if you know what they're talking about, but I've never been able to mm-hmm. articulate it very well myself. And when I was out on this walk, it, it did kind of just click with me that 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 was a that was an adventure. That was something which was unexpected when I went out. I didn't know what I was going out for except for to get a little bit of a stretch of my legs and stuff. And then Lots of exciting things happened, even though it's just around the corner from me. So, yeah, it just felt like a little bit of a light bulb moment on that walk and came home and wrote it up straight away. It was hardly any editing, which is very unique for me. <laughs> that's that's really awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was great. I... The beginning kind of struck me a little bit because I can't 
ever imagine not having a sense of adventure. Mind you, there's certain people that spring to mind if you said to me, oh, who doesn't have any adventure? There's a few people that I've come across in life. I'd be like, that person does not know how to adventure. <laughs> but it's just, there's like a blank space. Because obviously you say to me, like, what's adventure? I'm like, it's this, it's that and the other. And, you know, but um, obviously, as I said, this was pre-lockdown, pre-everyone stay at home. And I will say the last... 18 months or so has encouraged everyone to sort of rethink their adventure or reframe what adventure means to them to sort of accommodate the local lockdown laws of the time. When all of that came about, did you feel like, oh, it's fine, I already know how to do this? There there was a slight um, superiority when people were talking about adventures close to home and I was like, I've done all that. I know my area really well. But then even even with all of the adventures I've done close to home over the past however many years I've lived here now, um, in the lockdown period, I still managed to find places that I'd never been to before. It's definitely interesting to to have that push with lockdown to actually have to stay local and not have an option I definitely still mm. found places which um I yeah still little adventures closer to home during that period having said that we are now recording this in March and it's been a year since our first lockdown I'm very much Thank ready you. for some big adventures again <laughs> it's um yeah no matter it's it you always get to that stage where <laughs> just get itchy feet and definitely need a slightly bigger adventure soon for sure 100% it's like before all of this my idea of an adventure was you know get the cheapest plane ticket to as far away as possible and go or pile as many of my friends in a car as I can and drive somewhere obviously those are things that maybe I took for granted before Mm. because we can't do that at the moment um and yeah I guess this has all taught me to be a little bit more appreciative and aware of adventures I can have in the everyday a little bit closer to home but uh yeah let's hope that we can get back out there soon I also loved I will say the little insight into your like childhood and family situation dynamic when you were like yeah and we went to Wales with your sister and the rescue dog. And I was just like, oh, I, I had that family experience too. We used to <laughs> put us all in the car. With the, we didn't have a dog when I was growing up. We got one when I was about 12. And everyone would go to like Wales and, you know, we climbed Snowdon as well. And we'd go out and we'd have picnics. And I just was like, oh, we all, we all really did the same thing then, didn't we? Yeah, there's a definite, um, um, I, I think, with... With our, I was going to say with our generation, you're kind of a little bit below me technically, but um, with, with our, with our, um, with our generation, <laughs> there's a certain, oh, I don't quite know how to say it. Yeah, there's a shared experience of a lot of people that, that fall into middle class, but not like upper middle class demographic where you could go on holidays, you could go and like put yourself in situations like that and travel to Wales and you might not be able to travel to France and do 
like skiing holidays and things but it was that very in between <laughs> in between kind of like I, nice little adventures you know, over Wales just, and Scotland way and <laughs> I was just gonna say like the fact that we were able to do that with our families does reflect a little bit of privilege and I think the mm-hmm. fact that we can now advocate for everyday adventures and that's a lot more on people's radar it's a really good way to promote people getting out in unexpected ways almost like Mm. people that maybe can't afford to take the time off or financially can't go and do these kind of things just to say hey just because you haven't gone and climbed a mountain doesn't mean that you didn't have an adventure Mm, and I really like that and this article actually came at a time where I the the reason that I went out so close to home was because I didn't have much money. It was during the period when I was building up Seizure Adventure. I mean, I'm still building it up, but it was during that period where I was spending more on it than any money that was coming in. And I didn't have the money to go and do the big adventures that I wanted to do. So it was very much... As we heard in our very first episode with Jade Nelson, um, it's getting into that mindset of trying to find the adventure in in what you have available, essentially. Um, and like yeah. you say, definitely when we have have quite a lot of conversations about um, were you always adventurous? Did you were you always into hiking and sports like that? And it does make you realise. Yeah, actually, I I was always adventurous to a certain extent. I did have access to the outdoors as a recreation and hiking as a a holiday when I was very young, which we forget that not everyone does. It's just not it's not not in someone's family history. Sometimes <laughs> my boyfriend's one of them. It's probably why he doesn't do anything still. But <laughs> although having said that, like about adventure advocating for adventure in the everyday it really kind of shifted how I felt about things because the day I was glossing over these to sort of have this conversation with you I had to go out to Ikea to get a chest of drawers because I'd moved house again and I had to sort some things out and I drove over to Ikea and I'd never been to an Ikea before until let me tell you that was an experience in itself (laughs) I can't believe I made it to 22 and I'd never been to an Ikea before Anyway, so I I found the chest of drawers that I wanted online. So all I did was have to go and collect it. So I but it was a forty minute drive there and back. So anyway, I went and I came back, and I sat down to build this chest of drawers. And I again something I've never done before by myself. Mm. Like I like to think I'm very capable. Like I've been all around the world. I've done X, Y, and Z. But one thing I've never done is built anything without calling my dad and being like dad how do I do this but I was determined and I sat down and I got out the instructions and I don't know if you knew this because I found this out a few weeks ago Ikea instructions have no words in them it's just pictures anyway so I sat down and I did it and I when I was finished I was like wow that was a real adventure and I've not left my bedroom so yeah and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think you can cl- like class it as an adventure. And then I kind of sat to myself and I was like, no, if you want to say that was an adventure, then it was. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Definitely. We are all adventurers. We are all adventurers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite proud of that article. So it's a, it's a nice article. It's- <laughs> I think it's a great article. And I think 
it's a really nice yeah we can just say like oh well i hope that like everyone has sort of learned a little bit from this article that obviously we have all been stuck indoors stuck local and maybe it's changed their perspective a little bit but in the same vein i hope that we can all get out and have some real adventures soon yes i say this i'm not in a completely different country right now but <laughs> yes i have to say i'm very very um very torn between planning new adventures and not getting my hopes up at the moment but yeah. i might well be going back to wales with my family in july so we've booked a family holiday in wales again and heading back to my home of adventure <laughs> oh that's so nice and the dogs so we've got two dogs still and we've not but my parents have it's collective we <laughs> yeah i'm so excited i think i'm gonna get dogs soon but yeah I feel like with the next couple of years I can very easily put a dog into my life but I don't know what I'd do if I ever I don't want an office job I can't ever see myself having one mm. but I wouldn't want to take that option away from myself so I'm considering it seriously yeah yeah I just have to find an office that has dogs in it dogs. part of me was gonna train it and then put a vest on it and be like oh it's a seizure dog <laughs> yeah what what are they going to do say no yeah <laughs> so thank you very much fran for sharing that little outlook with us um if you guys have enjoyed this we would love it if you let us know or if you've got any questions or feedback again you can go to our youtube our instagram or send us an email if you like it old school and don't forget that you can go to our patreon as well to find bonus content and yeah don't forget to seize your adventure have a nice day (laughs) (laughs) say it one more time without the have a nice day (laughs) (laughs) and don't forget to seize your adventure yay have a nice day day. This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network.